Blog Talk Radio. Yo, it's your brother like none other, the one like Z to the I to the N, and you're tuned in to Revolutionary Radio with my comrade, Viva Fidel, Holla Black. Yes, 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 what's going on, world? Checking in once again. This is Viva Fidel, Revolutionary Radio, connecting you with comrades from all over the globe. Like we always do about this time, we remind you, make sure you check out the archive shows. Listen and learn. We have some great guests in the very recent past, and you can go all the way back. Mighty, mighty information being shared, some great resources and connections. And we always tell you it's important. Make sure you check out the archives. Get your pencil pen out, take your notes, get your contacts up. A lot of entrepreneurs, activists, and different people, different critical thinkers, and power movers on the ground from different arenas. Um, a very, very, very special show lined up today, and it's no exception. So make sure you check out the archive episodes. You can check out all of the guests that have been a part of this experience and have shared their understanding, their information uh, on this platform. And we thank them. We thank all of the listeners and the people that have reached out to us over time to share uh, some of their feedback, give us some general ideas about how we can improve on things and suggestions about who we should bring on, so on and so forth, and all the artists that uh, support and listening and checking in. And we definitely want to salute, once again, all of the past guests. So make sure you check out the archive episodes and you can figure out what's going on. You can follow Viva Fidel at Twitter and, you know, Viva Fidel TV on YouTube, and you can check some of the visuals from behind the scenes, get the backstories from some of the power moves on the ground. There's always a lot going on, and there's always a lot to update the people on, and I try to make sure that I can do that sometimes on this platform, but most times, as y'all know, we just go straight into the information. We get straight into the interviews because I have uh, some, some some great people to connect you all with, some great movements. There are people that represent great movements on the ground, and that's, that's how it goes. So you got to go back to the archives once again. And uh, I want to shout out and thank the students um, at MATC South Campus in Milwaukee, um, I did a lecture there last night in sociology class and uh, went very well, and I got a lot of feedback before I even got home and touched down. I got a I got a message from one of the students in my Facebook inbox, and it's always good to get great feedback, uh, even extended after the session, and just to let me know um, that, you know, they listening and they learning. It's part of a bigger conversation that we are plotting, and, and, and strategizing, and it's, and it's manifesting beautifully um, the bigger picture in the, of the listening project, which is um, getting a lot of different solutions gathered from a lot of different areas across the community, um, from the young, from the youth, from the elders, um, from the artists, and that's also the reason and the significance of what we're doing here. Solution-based on VYFL Revolutionary Radio is up-to-date information about important people that have important movements going on on the ground, like I said, and today is no exception. We're not going to really uh, go into too much uh, more of the updates and all that. You can always go back to the archives. You can always listen up. But today, right now, we have none other than the chairman of the POCC, Junior, on the line. Are you there, brother? Yeah, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you right now. Yo. All right, how you doing, sir? 
Um, I'm doing good. Oh, okay, I'm juggling two different meetings real quick. Uh, okay. Well, we appreciate you uh, taking time yes, to just chop it up with us right quick and share some information and uh, give us some insight and some direction out here. You want to definitely uh, a powerful voice and a powerful spokesman and a powerful figure out here uh, for a lot of young people that's paying attention and a lot of elders that's still paying attention from uh, the, the older vanguard and the older generation. So we salute you and we appreciate you, first of all, for doing everything you're doing and for, like I said, taking time to chop it up with us right quick here on Levi Fidel Revolution. Radio. It's a big event coming up in Chicago this weekend. Can we start off talking about that? Yes, sir. Hey, well, hey. First, first and foremost, let me say uh, revolutionary appreciation uh, for giving me the opportunity um, to update you as well as um, the listeners and the people in general on the work that the POCC is doing. We um, we're on the brink of do, uh, coming up on for, uh, December fourth. Would it be the um, this would be the forty first year. After uh, the assassination of Deputy Chairman Fred, Defense Captain Mark Clark, um, what occurred 41 years ago, uh, acting which we define as one of the most brutal acts of terrorism that occur on U.S. soil. Um, uh, annually, we convene right there on Ground Zero. And I say Ground Zero, I know, I know a lot of people think we're talking about um, New York or September 11, but again, we're talking about when our, when our, twin, uh, our twin towers fell, and that being Chairman Fred uh, and Defense Captain Mark Clark. Um, we have forces from all over, all over the uh, country. Matter of fact, in the, in, the, uh, in the world, coming in, uh, 12 o'clock Chicago time. We got the five, the silent vigil. We're gonna be having the speakers talking about the, uh, the cases of, um, say, Cool Dingo, Rashad, and Q McGee, Mumia Abu Jamal, the C numbers, your brother, the sister down the street, uh, just the people in general. Uh, forces coming from as far as New Orleans, uh, updating us on continuous aftermath about Hurricane America. And notice I, I didn't refer to it as Hurricane Katrina, but again, that being Hurricane America. Uh, we say Katrina didn't kill nobody, America America did. So there's uh, also updated some campaigns such as the um, AAT bill, the African Anti-Terrorism Bill, uh, one of the major campaigns the POCC has launched that we organized around. So there's going to be a lot of forces again um, packed in real deep bunch in Chicago and all over the world, solidarity. And we say what Chairman Freer said, you can kill a revolution there, but you can't kill a revolution. And that's right. That's real, and it's right on time right now. That's what's needed for the people to be reminded over and over and over again. December 4th in Chicago, we're getting straight to the uh, announcement of the event so people can know, so people can check the calendars, communicate to your family in Chicago area, and tell them it's going down Saturday. It's the annual uh, commemoration of the murder and assassination yeah. of Chairman Fred and it's entitled uh, Mark Clark. I, 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 IRD, International Revolutionary Day. IRD, International Revolutionary Day. IRD, you heard it right here. And that's at 2337 West Chairman Fred Hampton Way, previously known as Monroe and Western. And there'll be a lot of different things going on. We'll talk about those details leading up to the event. But also, I want you to um, just give us a little bit of insight on, on why that's so important and, and why is it an annual event held right there um, at the scene, Jim? Well, for for a number of reasons. Um, it, it was, uh, you, you as well as the listeners may be familiar with a uh, campaign that was uh, launched a few years a few years back by the POCC and, and coalition for the December Fourth Committee, which is chaired by my, by my mother, comrade Akua and Jerry, in which we fought to have a street named in the honor of Chairman Fred. 
and we, we, we wasn't tripping about the street per se, but it was a political maneuver that we had implemented, you know what I'm saying, to heighten the level of conscience of people um, to number things. And one, that we can, that we pick our own heroes and sheroes. And we've seen the length uh, that the uh, infamous, powerful Daily Machine, which is headed up by now, or, or represented by, uh, by, right, right at this present time, by Richard Daly Jr., um, who George Bush referred to as the most powerful mayor in the country. In fact, it was his father, Daly Sr., who was uh, it was under his tenure when Chairman Frey and Defense Captain Mark Clark was assassinated on the west side of Chicago. But in so many cases, we've seen the ruling class handpick um, our so-called representatives, you know, say whether they come through a quote-unquote uh, uh, electoral process, whether you know, say which really select them, or whether it be some uh, poverty pimps or uh, religious leaders they, they, they give us. We've seen with uh, this the system fought us tooth and nail for us not to be able to, you know, say, recognize such forces, Chairman Fred uh, and the Fisk and the Mark Clark and the organization that they represented, that being the Black Panther Party. Forces who came from uh, our realities, you know what I'm saying, who you know, had to deal with like situations, you know. So we say it's very important that we, in a, in a fight for self-determination, and I want to say that word again, self-determination, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's something that we've been deprived of for so long. A lot of people question, what are y'all fighting for? Are you fighting against racism or are you just fighting because you're mad? We said, no, we understand what Che Guevara said of the Cuban Revolution, that a revolutionary, no matter how crazy it sounds, is guided by the most sincere sentiments of love. And we, uh, we are motivated for love of the people, but I, I, we are fighting, uh, again, for self-determination, the right to determine the destiny of our own communities. And that's something that we can't take lightly. Like, a lot of people think we got that, but the reality is we don't. You know, generation after generation, we are told in one way or another, what our career, what our career choices can be, whether it be growing up one generation thing that we all have to be a, a football player like O.J. Simpson or a basketball player like Michael Jordan or a rapper like Nelly, or, or you know, what I'm saying or push some plantation poison on the street corner. These are not choices that we make. You know what I'm saying? So we want to again, fight, you know, we've seen through the Black Power movement of the '60s. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it was a whole. Uh, revolutionary change, you know what I'm saying, for people gaining self-determination, you know what I'm saying, and that's, that's the thing is very important. If you understand, it was people, it was an organization, the Black Panther Party, which was one of the most revolutionary organizations that North America has yet to witness. A group of individuals ranging basically from ages 14 to 24 years old, brothers and sisters that came from, they came from the valley. It had no aspirations to be on the mountaintop, you know what I'm saying, they recognized this from the valley. And again, fought on their own terms. Implemented programs like the first free, the free breakfast program that in Chicago fed a minimum of 3,500 children a week. You did with Chairman Frey who organized the Rainbow Coalition and done it when it was a revolutionary act. Was able to win different forces from different walks of life and different nationalities and deal with the race question as well as the class question and for, you know saying and, and win brothers and sisters and the people in general to some point of unity. And that's important on so many levels, brother. On so many levels, the the work still being done, the work still being carried on. If people want to get involved today, if people want to get more information about what they can do on the ground, what would be some of your suggestions um, to you know just the general ideas of how people want to do something? They know it's something wrong. They know they want to get involved. They know it was a legacy that's been detached from our young people, and they want to help bring that back to life. What would be some of your suggestions to help? Uh, in direction of what people can do. We we definitely say, man, respect structure. Structure is so important. In fact, we say structure uh, identifies state contradictions and stops a lot of trivial contradictions. And what I'm trying to say in plain layman terms is, you know, um, do what Chairman Mao Zedong said. We say combat liberalism. 
a lot of times a lot of people have good intentions, you know what I'm saying? We had an old saying go, the road to hell is painted with good is paved with good intentions, you did. But a structure, you know what I'm saying? Uh we 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 we, we, we can't be liberal. We have to be able to distinguish uh, uh, uh revolutionaries from revolutionary acts. You have to distinguish um, force from different walks of life, and up to any, and everybody in their life should be guilty of committing at least one revolutionary act in their life. In their life, that does not mean that everybody has to be a revolutionary. And we must approach this struggle as realist. And you know, you know what I'm saying? We got to keep. I think we, a lot of times we try to uh, romanticize the struggle and be liberal, and you know what I'm saying? We must be armed with a politic to be able to distinguish revolution from reactionaryism. Rebelling from uh, rea- uh, 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 from rioting, uh, stealing from liberating. Uh, also, a politics to be able to distinguish your uh, your comrade from your cousin. You know, you know what I'm saying? We just we just can't just think everybody on syndicate. We we all we don't have the same interests. You know what I'm saying? And this is not something that this that, that it just goes down in the black community or the brown community. Uh, this is a reality with, um, with uh, human nature and animal and animals alike. In fact. I'm going to quote this criminal, Thomas Jefferson. He said, with the American Revolution, one-third of them was for it, one-third was against it, and one-third went whichever way the wind blew. Now, I knew many of us grew up in these colonial schools, and we were taught to believe that everybody was quoting Patrick Henry, saying, give me liberty, give me death. But the reality is, no, they were, you know, saying, everybody ain't going to be on no, ain't gonna be no front-line freedom fighter. We see in the 60s that forced James Brown to say, I'm black and I'm proud. You feel what I'm saying? We, and, and the fast-forward today, the POCC, the Panther Cubs, you did. Um, when Kanye, you know, no, that was us who sat down with Kanye West eight hours before he said what he said about George Bush. You know what I'm saying? We must reward those who do the right things and repercussion for those who don't. We must hold everybody accountable to have some point of unity with the struggle. Can't be this old. We the only community that they say, well, um, uh, this Chuck Puffball Combs, all he, it's, it's just a song he's saying. No, or, or this, or, 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 or Slave Z, who y'all might refer to as Jay Z. You know, he's just saying a song. Everything is political. Or whether it be uh, they're naming themselves after the Rockefellers, you know, so which is one of the most criminal entities in this country, and then excuse me, criminal entities in the world. You know what I'm saying? We must understand everything is political. Words, terms, fashion, music, you name it, everything is political. That's right, and that that, that leads right to my next. Uh question for you to just explain um, to my listeners why that's so important. Um, people listening to you talk, they hear you redefine in certain terms. They hear you, uh, you know, being very clear about what it is and what it ain't, and, and explain to my listeners why that's so important. Being being oppressed is embarrassing. And I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that it's embarrassing. You dig? I mean, when I was, I was locked, when I was locked up, my daughter. Told me, she said, "Man, she said, you, you know, you, 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 you talk fast, Daddy, but you're really talking fast now." I said, "It's embarrassing that this, this, this prison guard, this pig, can come over here and stop my visit whenever they feel like doing it." So a lot of times we try to jive ourselves about being oppressed, but we must understand and recognize that alcohol is anonymous. Say, they say the first step in addressing the problem is recognizing that we got a problem. We can no longer, you know, saying engage in these euphemisms like growing prison industrial complex. Call it what it is, the mass kidnapping of African and other colonized people. Ain't no, it ain't no gentrification, it's land grab. You know what I'm saying? This crack, heroin, AIDS, this is chemical biological warfare being waged on the people. And we must, you know what I'm saying, be upfront about it. And also up the ante so we can be inclusive with all type of discussions. We can call a question, you know what I'm saying, how these uh, tired pipers, or, you know what I'm saying, for lack of better terms, you know what I'm saying, they can 
do songs. Uh, Usher and them can go donate money to the Red Cross after Hurricane America. Slaves and them can brag about donate money to Columbine and um, the police of September 11. But never talk about the the OVs, the original victims of terrorism, the people, the victims of terrorism, Marcy Project, the the uh, forces in Philadelphia who had a, a bomb dropped on the entire community. You dig the, the Mumi Abu Jamal, the Marshall Conways, the uh, Sunday Island Colas, and Saint Cole Dingers and uh, 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 the forces down in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, who's victim of Hurricane America, just the people in general, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, the Acorn Projects, Old California, Oscar Grant, you did. Why do you don't talk about the, you know, these type of subjects? These cats want to engage in these overworked type of subjects, so these safe subjects, you know what I'm saying? Well, with the terrorism going down in the communities, we must, again, must, we must use brutal terms for brutal reality. That's real, and that's simple and plain. You can't deny that. You live right now with Chairman Fred Hampton Jr. on Viva Fidel Revolutionary Radio. Once again, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your energy and everything you're doing and the people that are helping to make it possible and to make it happen this Saturday, December 4th, exactly four years after the murder of Chairman Fred Hampton, International 40, Revolutionary 41, 41 Day. Years. 41 years, 41 years. 41 years. 41 years, and it will be right at the same address. And that's very, very important, and that's very powerful right there. Um, and a lot of different things have taken place uh, in Chicago recently. Um, and, and, you know, we get a lot of questions, and a lot of people want to know what's going on in the ground in Chicago and, you know, like what the hell is going on in Chicago. Can you give us a little bit of uh, insight on the ground from Chicago and, and just communicate to the people worldwide even and let them know what's going down in the shot? Number of things I know. Um, I know that there's been a lot of um, propaganda, misinformation put out. Uh, That's right. But a number of different issues, in in particular, uh, the, the violence. Uh, uh, there's been this uh, perception, intentionally, intentionally put out by the ruling class. These these uh, these cats just uh, are just jumping up and fighting amongst each other uh, for uh, for no apparent reason, similar to the propaganda that was put out. Um, uh, in Rwanda, that um, uh, these groups of people, the Hutus and Tutsis, just jumped up and just started fighting amongst each other, negating the principal factors and the principal contradictions, like the role of the French and the Belgians. Belgians had played by taking the people and playing them against each other. In Chicago, when you had the um, the brutal beating of uh, this young brother, Darion Albert, uh, on, on south side, south side, south side of Chicago, a singer high school, who was beat down, and you had everyone from the uh, press secretary for the uh, president uh, of Barack Obama, down to these Negro um, uh, radio uh, radio show broadcast uh, broadcasters, is putting out and convicting these young youth to even all these so-called uh, quote-unquote community activists, you know, indicting the people. Like, well, no question, it was the POCC and other organizations that went out there and put it to the ground and exposed such contradictions as how the whole it was, it was policies such as the uh, policy you know, uh, so known as Renaissance 2010. Renaissance 2010, and that was implemented. It was the birth child of such individuals as Paul Ballas, um and also Arnie Duncan, who's, who's uh, the, the, the recently appointed uh, National Secretary of Education. It was this policy that 
literally shut the schools down in the community and pack these children on top of each other. You know what I'm saying? And created an antagonistic contradiction. It was a, a recipe for destruction. It was the POCC and other organizations exposed to the Chicago police was right there when, when, when this beat went down. And it, it was it was created. And we said that anyone that believes that the police or Mad Baby or anyone from the ruling class anywhere that wants to stop crime, you believe you believe Don King wants to stop boxing because it's, it's an economy that's based on, you know, saying these, these cats fighting amongst each other. Also, there's a lot of talk going about the electoral process in Chicago with a uh, present mayor of Chicago. Gangster Daly Jr. is talking about retiring. There's a whole bunch of stuff, you know, contradictions being exposed about that. Uh, Barack Obama's chief of staff, uh, Rahm Emanuel, has just came out of Chicago and, and blatantly um, in, in defiance of, the, uh, of their law. There's a law saying that you have to be a citizen of Chicago within the last year to even run for mayor. So I just, I just came from down to the Board of Elections attempted to file a, uh, a challenge, you know, so a legal challenge to, to him being, you know, said, uh, uh, to be the run for mayor because uh, a number of you already filed that, but they gave me the, the whole runaround about this. But we, we, we I, I don't have no faith in, in, in their system, their, their, their law, because I understand even with the Constitution, Minister U.E.P. Newton said that the Constitution is nothing more than uh, pagan poetry. It sounds real good, you dig, but when it comes down to being applied to our community uh, in, in a beneficial way, it's, 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 it's more than a dream. But um, these are just some of the issues that's going down in this city. And when Frank Sinatra said Chicago was this kind of town, he meant that gangster, gangster, cutthroat, cutthroat, and um, the powerful daily machine, which um, is represented by uh, Richard Daly Jr., who George Bush uh, Say was the most powerful mayor in the country, has a long history, um, uh, Mac, uh, Machiavellian history, of working these Negroes and putting up the facade of freedom, you know what I'm saying? And like Malcolm X said, America, democracy is an hypocrisy, it's a front. This is going out in Chicago, this is going in, uh, down, down, down throughout, you know, all throughout the world. But this is yeah, that's right. This, uh, you know what I'm saying? So we, 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 we go... We know they love to pull their they stuff in the dark, we're going to turn the lights on and expose the contradictions. That's important. And that's one of the things that was very, very significant about uh, the events that took place 41 years ago where the Panthers actually organized the people's tours of the crime scene to do, this, do the exact same thing, to expose the contradictions that was going on, not only within the police department, but in the mass media as well. So uh, speak to that a little bit about why um, that sort of demonstration is important, even to this day now still. Like everything that we talk about from the past is still relevant and it's still uh, relevant on both ends, what we need to be done and what's, what's, what's being done to us. So about the people's tours, um, explain what, what that's about. Yes, again, um, you're talking in reference to uh, Chamber Friend, the Friend of Mark Clark was assassinated, the Black Panther Party, he went against uh, the lawyer's advice, the lawyer's position. The lawyer's was against it. The, the, the Panthers opened up the uh, house, you know what I'm saying, for the people to come see what really went down. And this this is, this is a a show of the, the the position of fighting for self-determination, you know what I'm saying? These are some of the same type of struggles that we have today where people from different walks of life, whether it be attorneys or uh, book writers or different other people who are brought in to be our spokespersons, when we say these forces can play a role of support, but we you know what I'm saying, we are fighting for self-determination where we can fight on our own terms and speak in our own interests. That was something that the Black Panther Party was unwilling uh, and refused to compromise on. You did? They... they they organized these tours, you know what I'm saying, and um, uh, uh, they understood that uh, our, our our freedom and uh, independence is not just going to be gained up in the courtrooms. You dig? It's, it's, it's going to be gained out there uh, through the support of the people. They understood, as we understood, understand 
that is the Sandinista said in Latin America, you dig, that the will of the people is greater than the man's technology. The will of the people is greater than the man's technology. The media can be utilized, and all these various tools can be utilized. But again, the people, you know, the people are the greatest, are the greatest organized fighters in their own interest. You did, and we gotta understand that and maintain that position, and be able to and be able to set that example for the community. Be able to set that example for the young people. That's so important, and it's a definite uh, thing that we want all of our listeners to be able to do their own research on and get some more understanding about not only what the event that took place 41 years ago, but what's going on now and how they can be involved and how they can actually reach out to some of the political prisoners, how they can reach out to some of the organizations that are on the ground that are actively working because you might have a small role or you might have a big role, but, you know, everyone can do something. And I like what you said about before everyone uh, uh, dying and leaving this earth, they should have created or committed one revolutionary act. And um, we're going to reemphasize that for sure right here. Uh, on this platform and, and everything that we do is so important and once again big brother we just want to thank you for sharing your time and sharing the information um, that, that, that you have and anytime you want to get on and let the people know any updates of the POCC you're more than welcome and um, we definitely want to shoot out the information one more time for this Saturday in Chicago there will be a lot of different speakers giving information as well as tributes and performances and I'm going to run down some of the names the artists that I see in no particular order that will be there this Saturday. Make sure you come out and support, lend your energy, volunteer, come cover it, document it, do what you got to do to be a part of history. Uh, we had the Universal Ninjas, the big brother from uh, from uh, Poetry Chicago, Phenom is going to be there, P1, Valentino, uh, Stay Humble Entertainment, the poetess Jessica Lashon is going to be there. Chicago Schoolboy. I got Mike Flo on the list from RBG. And it's a lot of other people on the list from Chicago and, and other surrounding areas. And the whole world will be tuning in, as the whole world has been tuned in, to this uh, hotbed of Chicago. And then even more specific to that very street where that act of terrorism took place 41 years ago. And the world still salute uh, Chairman Fred Hampton and Mark Clark, and that continues on with the legacy that you hold in the torch and keeping the fire burning on the ground worldwide and people supporting the movements worldwide. And we just wanted to thank you again. Do you have any last words before we sign out here, brother? Yes, indeed. Let me, uh, let me uh, get his contact out. It's Eric, uh, phone contact is Eric Code uh, 773-256-9451. Again, 773-256-9451. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 368255. Again, P.O. Box 368255, Chicago, Illinois, 60636. Uh, I can be emailed at Chairman Fred Jr. That's Chairman Fred Jr. at gmail.com. Uh, on the Facebook, uh, the real Chairman, the real Chairman Fred um, on, the, on Facebook. And let me say. We do understand what Minister U.P. News said, that without the people, revolution is impossible. It's impossible. Let me say revolutionary appreciations and thank you for the support, uh, for giving us the uh, airtime to the list of you, the listeners, to the people in general. I want to uh, send a clinch fist to these artists beforehand, to the, the, the to the, uh, my comrades and the people, the Pam Africa and now all, you know, the, um, the uh, forces, uh, Mama Conway, and, uh, the, the, the people in general and uh, who are going to be coming up there to the, uh, the work with these cases. Um, not only the uh, rank and file, 
but uh, for, uh, from uh, New Orleans, but the supporters of this organization, again, and a lot, a lot of times people see the end result, think it's just an easy thing, but his forces out here on the field are doing, doing day-to-day work, you know what I'm saying, you know, um, so the man that, you know, it's one of our, our, our solid forces, um, and again, just want to just send a clinch fist, you know what I'm saying, to the support, man, because, again, without the people, revolution is impossible. So I'm, I'm honored and I'm humbled and fortunate to have some, you know, some good comrades on the team, good force on the team, and we're going to make history, we're going to take history, you dig? And we say, man, that's right. say, with Mark God, we say, failure is not an option. It's not an option. That's what it do, brother. And then we'll sign it out just like that. We appreciate your time. And this is the Rafael Revolutionary Radio. In closing.